We the people. Four score and I seven. have a dream. Ask what you tear down this wall. Which will live in infamy. Read my lips. Welcome to Civic Symphony. In this episode, we're going to start a series that examines the articles to the Constitution. And we'll obviously start with article number one, which talks about the creation of the Congress, specifically the House of Representatives and the Senate. Now, what is important here is to uh, state the fact that Article One concerns the Congress and not the executive branch or the president. One of the things that Madison was very concerned about was an executive overreach of power, that somehow the president of the United States would become basically an elected king. So he felt like it was important to address the Congress first, to spell out what the Congress is, to spell out the powers they have, and the ways in which they can check the executive branch. So let's begin. Article 1, Section 1, simply sets up the Congress and specifies there will be a House of Representatives and a Senate. Now, the House of Representatives is often referred to as the lower house. Uh, their, their representatives only serve two years. And the, the idea there was to make that house more accessible to the people, whereas the Senate or the upper house uh, their individuals serve six years, and the forefathers hoped that they would slow down the process of legislation, that they're, the, the, in the Senate you have more debate. Um, again, they have the final say in terms of impeachment and those type of issues. So there was a combination here of the Virginia plan and the New Jersey plan, and the idea was hopefully the two houses would put forth good legislation that the president could sign. Okay, now we're going to examine some sections of Article 1. We can't get to all of them, but hopefully we'll examine the, the important one. So, Article 1, Section 2 specifies that the representatives will be elected, as we said, every two years, and that the requirements for the representative are that uh, they will be 25 years old, they will be a citizen for seven years, and they will reside in the state that they are represented. Not that they are born in that state, but they simply reside there. There has been some controversy behind this, and a lot of people feel like that a representative should be born in the state, raised in that state, and have a better idea of what that state needs. And the represent, they should represent that state in particular because they have the background coming from that state. Now, the, the forefathers didn't put a lot of importance in that. They, they felt like that equal representation could uh, be achieved by people simply living in the state, and that would give them the knowledge they need to, to represent that particular state. Now, let's move on down to uh, Section 5, which talks about the fact that the House of Representatives, as will the Senate, sets their own rules that they will select a speaker that is picked by the majority and that they will establish the committees that they're going to have and the ways in which the House functions. And it's important at this point to, to, to stress the fact here that the two houses don't function the same way. Um, and that was on purpose. And again, one being the lower house, one being an upper house. Uh, the other thing that was granted to the House of Representatives is the power to impeach the president. And again, once he's impeached, then it goes over to the Senate for the trial and it slows down. The, the, the forefathers were afraid of this rush to judgment. Uh, 
So while the, the House can impeach, they must walk it over to the Senate. The trial occurs and it really slows down the process. It gives uh, basically time for tempers to cool down, for facts to be examined. And then if the, if the Senate reaches uh, an uh, approval or they reach a percentage, they can remove the president. But it, it gives a check and balance from the House acting too quickly. Okay, um, Section 3 talks about that um, the senators uh, will be chosen um, by the legislature, and then eventually it's they're elected, but senators will serve six years instead of two. And again, this was to slow down the process, um, and that they are um, going to be divided into three uh, sections. And, and what that means is a senator serves six years, but um, they are voted on in thirds. So, for example, in 2020, all the representatives are up for re-election, re but only a third of the senators are. And I will walk through the process of why that's so important. So let's let's go back to 2020, where you have a new president elected. In theory, if you did not do this one third uh, process, you could have a new president, a new house, and a new senate all in the same year, which could throw the government uh, into some chaos. So what the forefathers wanted was it's fine if there's a new president and a new house, but the senate must stay intact to balance out the government. So someone has a, an idea of what is occurring, how it occurs, and that type of stuff. Now, obviously, we have never replaced all the representatives in one year. Um, but, but this was kind of an emergency uh, safety net that was put in place by the Constitution to assure there would be some type of smooth transition of power if you had a new president and, and a new House of Representatives. Again, that's never occurred, that, that it was simply wiped clean, but it was a safety feature put in. Okay, now, um, Section 3 talks about the ages that are or the qualifications for a senator. You must be 35, be uh, a, a citizen of the United States for nine years, and again, you must live in the state that you are representing. Um, and part of the reason they put the age higher than the House of Representatives because they get to serve longer, and the the forefathers felt like you needed some uh, more mature people, hopefully, in the Senate uh, because of their long term. Now, um, the next part, part four, specifies that the vice president is, pre is president of the Senate. However, uh, he can only vote for or she can only vote uh, if there is a tie. So if uh, right now, obviously, if you have 100 senators, 50-50 tie, they will get the vice president to come down and break the tie. The Senate, again, has the sole uh, purpose or sole responsibility of completing the trial of impeachment. And it says that in a trial of impeachment, the chief justice will be the presiding judge. Um, and it takes two thirds of the members president to remove the president or I'm sorry, of the members present to remove the president of the United States. Um, now, the other thing is, this: it allows the Senate to choose their own officers. And the term for the head of the Senate is president pro tempore, not speaker of the Senate, but simply president pro tempore. So that is Article 1, the first uh, three sections. We'll take a break and we'll come back and talk about Section 4 and 5 right after this.
So let's look at section four and five. And I want to spend some time on five, but, but we'll begin with four. Uh, four establishes that the, the state legislatures are the ones that determine elections. Uh, this particularly applies to primary elections, caucuses. Um, obviously, the general election, uh, particularly of senators and specifically the president, occurs in November. But state legislatures are allowed to establish other times for special elections and, and different types of um, elections that occur within that state. Uh, Section 4, Part 2 um, talks about the fact that Congress is required to meet once a year on um, the first Monday in December. Now, obviously, they, they don't meet one time. They meet in sessions. Uh, that has always been the tradition. Uh, however, according to the Constitution, you only have to meet the one time. Now, the, the reason behind that is it goes back to England and the fact that the king would sometimes go years without calling parliament. The, the forefathers were, were afraid of that, didn't want that to occur. So it is constitutionally required that the Congress meet every year. Okay, section five, there are four parts, and it, it, there's some of them very interesting. Um, section one or, of, of section five talks about that the, the, the specific house judges the elections and the qualifications for its members, um, and it shall, uh, requires that a quorum be president to actually uh, take action. So the fear was that the, if you had a small group that called a meeting and not everybody was there, then they could rush through certain legislation. So what the, the Constitution requires is that a quorum, and it depends obviously upon you're dealing with 400 and uh, some uh, 435 electors in the or representatives in the House, 100 in the Senate. So the the what is required to uh, have a quorum is different, but it's there to make sure that there's no like quick representation run through and that the process is followed and that it is respected. Uh, section two um, says that the that the Pacific House determines the, the rules that it proceeds by. And also importantly, it decides how to punish its members. That is not left up to the president or to an election. Uh, the Senate and then the House decides how to publish or punish the members that uh, that go against the, the rules or that do something behaviorally that is not approved of by the other members of the particular House. Um, the third arc or the third section of, of Section five uh, says that the, it is required by both houses that a journal be kept. Um, this journal must be public. And what this is about is it records the, the events that are going on on the floor of the House and on the floor of the Senate. Uh, it records what was proposed. It talks about who voted for it, and it is made very public. So there is there's no controversy or there's no idea that there's stuff going on uh, that's either illegal or that goes against the will of the people. So that journal is published. Any citizen can access that journal and can find out what went on that particular day in the Congress. And this goes all the way back to the very first Congress it was called. Um, so you can go back to any any Congress you want, any day you want, and they will talk about the legislation and who voted for it. And finally, Section 4 talks about that neither the House uh, nor the Senate uh, shall, without consent of the other House, adjourn uh, for more than three days. And this is an, a, a little check that was put in to make sure, for example, that, okay, the House passed something, the Senate didn't want to deal with it, so they just go home. Um, so each house is allowed three days, but then they must be called back into session when when uh, something is proposed. Um, and and this, again, assures that the two houses just don't walk out on each other. 
So that is going to wrap up section four and five. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a real quick strange laws, and then we'll wrap up this episode. Today's strange law comes from the state of Alabama, and it says that bear wrestling matches are prohibited in the state of Alabama. Now, this has nothing to do with a bear wrestling another bear. Rather, it has to do with humans wrestling bears. Uh, there was often a time in America where people would bring through a bear and offer money if an individual could go so many rounds with a bear. Uh, this is actually... Uh, ironically, where the uh, head coach of Alabama, the famous head coach of Alabama football, Bear Bryant, got his name, is that he successfully wrestled a bear for so many rounds. Uh, Interestingly enough, they never paid him the money that he was supposedly won. So for obvious reasons, uh, this was outlawed, incredibly dangerous, also very inhumane to animals. Uh, So if you're going to go to Alabama, you're not going to be wrestling any bears anytime soon. We'll be right back to wrap it up. That's going to wrap up this episode of Civic Symphony. I'd like to thank freesound.com for the music. Uh, If you have a question, I'll try to answer it. If you have a comment, good or bad, feel free to send it. Just a quick reminder that uh, Civic Symphony has its own Facebook page. It's at Civic Symphony Podcast. Hopefully you'll join us next time as we examine Article 1, Section 6 through 10. Thanks and have a good day.